time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. With ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. Very good evening. Welcome to North Sound One's Red Friday. Your best look ahead at the weekend sport with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway, and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, Aberdeen travel to Celtic Park on Sunday with Rangers at Hibs as the race for second spot goes down to the wire. We'll have the rest of the weekend action, and of course, as ever, we'll have the predictor. But Sunday, Andrew, it should be quite a final day. It will be. At least we know that we're going to be in Europe, but uh, in order to, to finish second, we've either got to rely on Hibs beating Rangers at Easter Road, or we've got to, to beat Celtic for the first time since since we were youngsters, almost. Um, not quite. Not quite, <laughs> but it's, it's getting pretty close to it. We've lost our last successive 25 league games down there. And uh, it'll be a tough ask because they're going to be in party mode. They're going to be getting presented with the the league title trophy uh, at the end of the game. But uh, we'd love to go down there and spoil the party to a slight extent. Although I would dare say that if we were to win to stop Rangers getting into second place, there's probably going to be 60,000 Aberdeen fans if that scenario unfolds. Yes, indeed. But, Dave, we can't afford... It'll be a party atmosphere, mm. but it's a very, very big game for Aberdeen. Yeah, absolutely. And and Derek McInnes says it would be brilliant to end the season with a victory and second place. That's the intention. You know, I think... Uh, quite like the thought that we're um, not dependent on others. I know people say Hearts done us a favour the night, but... No, the, the, the onus was on Celtic, uh, Rangers and Hibs to beat us as well. We had the points, you know, we set out to win both games. Um, um, but it wasn't a, a disaster for us not to win it, although we wanted to win them. Um, so we've, the team's in decent form, but we need to find a bit of that and a bit more, I think, if we're going to beat Celtic on Sunday. But that's what we set out to try and achieve. And uh, you know, we're pleased we've broke 70 point barrier again. If we can get to. Another three points to add to that and finish with a win. I think it's always and yeah, that, that's uh, an always a nice way to finish. No Ryan Christie, Andrew, because obviously playing against his parent club, but no Nal McGinn, he's not travelling. And uh, Scott McKenna, who we'll be speaking about later on, is is suspended. So uh, it's up to others to, to come in and, and do the job. Absolutely. Uh, I would anticipate Mark Reynolds coming into central defence. And Reynolds was very quick to point out that uh, the last time Aberdeen won at Celtic Park, which was a Scottish Cup tie, Reynolds was playing. So uh, let's hope that's a, an omen for for. Sunday, uh, but uh, we'll miss the the guile of Ryan Christie in the middle of the park. But we're used to playing against Celtic without him because of the the, the loan restrictions. Niall will be a miss, but he, he missed out on a Tuesday night against Rangers. If you've got GMS fit and rampaging up and down one wing, uh, and Sam Cosgrove continuing the great form that he's he's shown, particularly I thought in the first half on Tuesday, he looked a really really good player. Um, and you know that there's still plenty. Of Others that can do the job there. Kenny McLean will be really anxious to, to finish his time at, at Aberdeen on a high note. So I uh, just wonder how much Celtic will be one eye on the, the Scottish Cup final because, of course, that's their opportunity to make it back-to-back trebles. And the league is won for them, so really it doesn't matter to them what happens. But 
they probably don't want to lose the game to feel that they've given their nearest challenger some sort of bragging rights ahead of next season. It's a, a very interesting conundrum. Yeah, we'll have to improve on the performances, Dave, against the we've had against Celtic this season, though. Yeah, yeah, we certainly will. Um, and, and Joe Lewis, Big Joe, spoke to him today. Uh, he says simply the Dons must bring their A game. Even in Europe, they get big teams go there, and it's a, it's a big ask for them as well. Uh, teams with a, a lot bigger budget than we've got to go and test Celtic, so we know it's it's, it's a big ask. Um, they've got some very good players. Uh, they've got a strong squad. Whichever team they've put out is going to be a strong team and a good test for us. But we've got players that, that, that can hurt any team on, on a day, and we need to make sure we're we're at our best. Any team that goes there and is not at not their best is at the risk of getting turned over. I suppose, Andrew, there is a slight pressure off in that European qualification is now assured, which... Uh... You know, on Tuesday after the game, we still didn't know, but uh, Hearts defeating Hibs, we know it's second. There is a favour, yes. Um, We now know that it's second place that we're we're playing for. If we achieve that and Motherwell don't win the cup, we start a fortnight later. So there's plenty of incentive there for the boys. They'll get an extra week's holidays if they can finish second and Motherwell don't win the cup. But uh, as Joe correctly said, you know, it's it's a tough place to go. Far bigger names than Aberdeen have found it extremely difficult to go to, to Celtic Park and get victories but uh, you know they have drawn 7 of their 18 home games this season they're not invincible at Celtic Park we've had good spells in games down there what we've got to do is bring a, a 90 minute performance and on Tuesday you could argue that we, we probably brought a performance to about an hour of the game uh, but didn't keep it going right through and yeah, it's the the last game of the season. It's been a long, very physically tiring, physically demanding season. But the boys have just got to dig deep that one more time if they're to keep this fantastic run that they've had of finishing second. Because as the manager always points out, if it's so easy to finish second, why has nobody else managed it? Yeah, and I suppose say, getting back into Europe, that's only half of the job done, half of the objective achieved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we just need to... Um keep going and you know we're going for um, this would be what our fifth uh, second place finish in a row um, which would be a, a, a wonderful achievement it was fourth well I kind of airbrushed that five. from my memory to be honest I mean it really, Derek hasn't it really should have been <laughs> it really should have been five uh, well four second place finishes in a row would be a, a magnificent achievement um, and, and it would make it, it would make it a great season I'm happy for us to go relaxed and to go and try and show ourselves you know and um there's a danger of being too relaxed and uh, just to be satisfied with your work. You know, I think uh, delighted to get into Europe, which is obviously something that's very important to us. Uh, and it was brilliant to achieve that again um, for the fifth season in a row. But you know, finishing second is what you know what we've been looking at for a while now, and um, we want to maintain that uh, second spot. It's very important to us. There'll only be 700 Aberdeen fans or thereabouts, uh, but they'll make themselves heard on, on Sunday. They will do. They, they won't see an awful lot of the game because of the ridiculous position that they're put in at Celtic Park with a, a great big pillar there that, that disrupts the view. And uh, by the end of the game, you'd like to think that they'll stay there for a couple of minutes to celebrate, but then let's get out of there because there's going to be 59,000-odd Celtic fans celebrating. I know as soon as the, the game finishes, and, and we do our wind up on, on Red TV will be microphones switched off and let's get inside and we don't want to be watching Scott Brown 
prancing around Celtic Park with the trophy for the seventh season in the trots. But um, you, let's give credit where credit's due. They have been the best side in Scotland again, the most consistent side. But uh, as their league record has showed this season, it hasn't been as good a, a season for them as last year. But then that's maybe indicative of the fact that there are better sides uh, chasing them. And that makes Aberdeen's position all the more laudable. Yeah, it's 12.30 kick-off on Sunday, Dave, and uh, it should be quite an atmosphere and one to, to savour. Yeah, it certainly will be. Um, you know, some might say that Aberdeen have got a mountain to climb, but Derek McInnes, he simply is relishing the challenge. It's still an exciting game because there's still plenty to play for. From our point of view, I think um, Celtic being at home last game of the season, they'll want to try and finish off their league campaign in a high and. And there'll be, I mean, I'd imagine, at least two or three players in the Celtic team playing for cup final places. So I think there's enough on it from their side, but certainly from our side, um, it's a very important fixture. Um, I think been really pleased with the performance of, of late in the league. Um, no pre-split and post-split. We went into the game in decent form. It's no easy to win games post-split. You're up against the best teams. and. You know, well, we've won two and drawn two. We only lost the one goal in the four games. It'll need um, every all the good bits from those performances uh, on Sunday. And Dave, as Andrew alluded to, um, there's perhaps a wee chance that uh, Celtic might have their minds on their holidays, etc. Yeah, well, that 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 is a hope that would certainly uh, help Aberdeen's chances. But uh, that is certainly not on the mind on the agenda of Joe Lewis. Uh, he's pretty sure the hoops won't take their eye off the ball. I wouldn't have thought so, no. Um, very professional, good team. We've shrunk in depth. You know, if um, their manager decides to, to rest one or two players, they'll be bringing in bundle of quality as well anyway. They've been waiting to prove themselves and, and get their foot in the door. And I'm sure everyone will be fighting to, to get in that starting 11 for their cup final as well. So I can't, I can't imagine they'll let themselves get lulled into that sort of party mode quite yet. And Dave, uh, as um, Joe said there, they've got cup final places up for grabs next week and they've got such a big squad that that there must be places there to be won. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Derek McInnes again, he says, you know, Celtic won't be distracted. Good teams need to play with an edge. um, And I think that obviously Celtic are are a good team and I think they'll see the importance of in the cup final on the back of a, a strong performance and uh, having that edge to their game so we can't expect anything other than a tough game we can't get in there and hope and sell to put one eye in the cup final and uh, and uh, it's all party and balloons for them you know it's no they're no caring about the game I think that would be foolish and from anybody's point of view but certainly from a player's point of view and uh, we're, we're not expecting that type of game and finishing second, uh, we're back in Europe, Andrew. It, it would, you know, it, there's no doubt about it. It was a successful season if that occurs. Back being back in Europe is pretty successful anyway. Absolutely. I mean, the, the disappointment obviously this season was that uh, we didn't get to two cup finals like we did last season. But uh, it's been a good league campaign, as I said. You know, Celtic have found it harder this season, and they uh, were 12 points behind. We could potentially finish the season nine points behind last year, which everybody said was a, a wonderful season for Aberdeen we were 30 points behind them so you know in, 
in those terms we're, we're edging closer would like to be an awful lot closer would like to be above them obviously but uh, you know I, I don't think anybody can say it's been a poor season if we end it in second place and as you say qualified once again for Europe Yeah and uh, you do want everyone to come into next season full of the, the joys that new season always brings but on the back of a successful campaign the previous time yeah, it'll you know send the fans off for the summer for the very short summer break. Um, you know, full of hope and optimism if, if if they can you know get a victory at the end. And Joe Lewis says it would be uh, excellent to give the Red Army plenty of reasons to be cheerful. The away support at this football club is phenomenal. Um, you know, we we travel in great numbers, and they always get behind us. The home fans as well, but I think in particular the away fans. You know, that it's not a distance he spent a lot of money on tickets and travel to get to get down to Glasgow and wherever else you go there's not many close games for us to get the numbers that we get at every away game is is phenomenal really and um, it'd be a fitting way for us to be able to you know repay that a little bit and and, and send them back up um, and finish the season on a high for everyone players and fans alike let's hear from the Celtic manager Brendan Rogers we've actually played very very well against Aberdeen you know, they always give us a real tough game and it's home or away uh, and we play well and like I say but that doesn't take anything away from them you know if they finish second at the end of the season they deserve to be there you know they're a consistent team yeah they've, they've lost some games to us but like I say we've generally played very very well in all their big games so um, so if they go on and do that then they deserve to be there so uh, yeah you'll be happy with season if we can finish second I'm sure Derek and then he'll rebuild in the summer again and uh, very quickly Dave you're one to watch on Sunday uh, my one to watch we, we've touched on him already um, Sam Cosgrove he's done very well but but he needs a goal Sunday could be the day we hope Andrew uh, the guy that Dave was speaking to today Joe Lewis uh, his calming influence at the back and he's going to be called to, into action on a number of occasions I'm quite sure if Joe's at his very best and keeps the door shut then it gives the likes of Sam Cosgrove and the others in front of him the chance to be heroes you're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday more after these Red Friday with ESWL a local procurement company with a global client base It's time to talk dogs Stand free with North Sound 1's Red Friday Listen to North Sound 1's Red Friday on Sunday lunchtime, 12.30 kickoff Celtic against Aberdeen. Last night was the Aberdeen Player of the Year at dinner and it was one young man, Dave, that dominated proceedings. Yeah, what an amazing season he's had, Dave. Uh, Scott McKenna walking off with not one, not two, but three accolades and Derek McInnes is full of praise for the big man. You know, great recognition, it shows what can be done and the fact that uh, he gets a player of the year, young player of the year and... Um, an added bonus of the goal of the season is uh, a fantastic and fitting end of the season to him but he's not with us tomorrow uh, Sunday's game um, but he's more than played his part in helping us get to where we um, get to now and the good thing about him is you, you just know he's going to get better so if this is him still with a lot to go to improve on um, and he's picking up players of the years you know it's great to to have that potential to work with again next season but well deserved 
And in the playoffs, uh, Dave, Peter Headwell have got it all to do tomorrow. Yeah, they certainly do at Balmour. A very, very uh, tough task for them. They lost the, the first leg of, of their playoff uh, final against Stenhouse Muir down at Ockle View in midweek uh, by two goals to nil. A big, big uh, mountain for them to climb. Here's boss Jim McAnally. It's hard enough. You know, playing Steny at nothing each rather than having to come back for two down. But if you've got your defence there and let's say we've got three central defenders and the whole season, you know, two of them have been available and for the three that might be injured in your last game, it's it's pretty harsh. But we just need to take it in the chin. And as I've said, we've got enough to go and score goals still because we've done that the whole season. So the tie's not finished. I mean, I know it's a long shot. But we will try a couple of things on Saturday and we'll see what it takes us. And the one thing I, I do promise is, is that these boys will get in with a fight. It's a big day for Peter Head. It's also a big day for Cove Rangers. It certainly is. Uh, they drew nothing each at Harlow Park last Saturday in their pyramid playoff final against uh, Cowden Beath. They now go to Central Park. And as John Sheridan says, after a long season, it really is all or nothing for Cove. It's almost quite interesting when you play 54 games in a season then it comes down to 90 minutes at the end. But uh, we're looking forward to it and we're ready to go. How do you approach a game of this magnitude? It's surely not just another game, is it? Well, I think it is at the end of the day. It's 90 minutes on a, on a, on a piece of grass with two goals, so it's, it is the same as normal. But um, And I think that's how we want the guys to go and treat it, is just to go and play and enjoy it, make the most of it and, and grasp the opportunity. You've had goodwill messages coming from far and wide, um, the Lord Provost, Lee McAllister, to name but two. What, what, what does that mean to you and the lads? Well, I think we are getting the feeling now that the whole whole town is behind us, you know, and, and we've everyone will be getting their own family messages and friends or whatever. So I think you are getting the feeling now that the, the town is behind the club and uh, everyone is willing us on to, to go and get the result. Well, now time for the predictor. And uh, last week, uh, Dave G, you got three. Andrew, you got three. Uh, I got four and the Red Army got seven. So the scores in the league table, Andrew, you're, as you have been for most of the season, uh, fourth with one, two, two. Uh, I'm in third with one, two, four. Dave Galloway, one, two, eight. And the Red Army, one, three, four. And this evening, uh, representing the Red Army is the person who got the biggest score uh, with 10. And that is musician Colin Klein. Good evening, Colin. Good evening, how are you? Not bad, well done. You're managing to combine getting your predictions a lot better than we are and the music, so that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's maybe slightly luckier than the other. But, yeah. uh, and and you've you. been getting your stuff played at Pataudry quite a lot? Yeah, it seems to have uh, seems to be played at most of the home games, and yeah. I'm, I'm pre- and I think the ones that have been played, I don't think they've been beaten, so that's a, a good sign. Yeah. Well, we'll take note of that. <laughs> Very much so. Right, let's get on with the predictions for this weekend. Of course, it's the bottom six tomorrow. Dave, we'll start off with Dundee against Partick. Well, the Dark Blues would love to close the season with a hat-trick of wins, wouldn't they? Partick desperately battling to avoid dropping to the foot of the table. They can't afford uh, to hope that Ross County slip up. They need to focus on themselves. I can see a draw 1-1 Andrew yeah I'd agree with the draw 1-1 Niall Keown and Darren O'Dee both suspended Uh, that'll equalise itself Uh, I just can't see Thistle being good enough to get a win and Dundee they don't need to win but I think they're good enough for the 1-1 draw Okay, Colin 
I think Dundee will win 1-0 OK and I've also gone for 1-1 so Andrew Motherwell against Hamilton uh, Local derby Motherwell with cup final places up for grabs I think that will be the incentive for them to go and win 3-1 Dave I'm going for 1-0 Motherwell Colin 2-1 Motherwell OK and I've gone for 1-1 in that one St Johnston against bottom of the table Ross County Dave well Ross County obviously battling for survival they can grab a playoff lifeline by beating the Saints if Partick lose to Dundee but St Johnston going to this one on the back of two wins I'm going to go 1-0 to the Perth side Andrew yeah Stephen McLean missing for St Johnston his career ended of course up at Fir Park um, a couple of weeks back but St Johnston as Dave said they're in a nice wee run of form I think they're good enough to win it 2-1 Colin well I'm friends with their old captain Richie Britton and his wife but unfortunately I don't think they're going to they're not going to win so I've gone for 1-1 OK and I've gone for 2-1 Ross County I'm taking a wee bit of a, a gamble there that uh, I might get three vital points right moving on to Sunday Kilmarnock against Hearts Andrew well again suspensions uh, affect the, the team lineups. Gary Dicker for Kilmarnock misses out skipper Christoph Berra and Michael Smith miss out for Hearts uh, but you know, I, th- I think Kilmarnock will want to finish this season on a high. Hearts getting the win against Hibs, that was their season-ending high for them, I think. Uh, so I'm going to go 2-1 for Kilmarnock. Dave? I'm going to go for 1-0 Kilmarnock. Colin? I'm going to go 1-1. OK, and I'm going 3-1 Kilmarnock. OK, Andrew, um, we'll stay with you for the Hibs-Rangers game. <laughs> You know exactly how we all want that one to go. It's got to be a Hibs win. Morellis and McCrory suspended for Rangers. Doran's injured. Uh, We've seen both sides in the last week. And for me, Hibs are a much better side than Rangers. And all things being equal, if both sides play to the top of their form, it'll finish Hibs 3, Rangers 1. Dave, 2-0 Hibs. Colin? I've gone for 3-0 Hibs. Okay, nice one. Uh, and 2-1 <laughs> to Hibs. And we've left the best till last, Dave. Celtic against the Dons. Well, you have to have the belief that you can go to Celtic Park and win. And I know we've gone so many games uh, in the league without winning there. Back to 2004 was our, our last victory. If Aberdeen really have that belief, then they have got the ability to beat the hoops on their own patch. Get in about them like they did in last season's cup final and get a wee rub of the green and it can be a great day for the Red Army I'm going to go 2-1 Aberdeen Andrew um, we were in our 40s last time that the one there that shows how long ago it was as Dave said 2004 uh, because of the fact that I've got Hibs comfortably beating Rangers I'm going to sit in the fence and say 1-1 but it'll stop that run of defeats OK Colin I've no idea where these goals will come from but I've gone for 2-2 OK, and uh, I've gone Celtic nil, Aberdeen 1 So uh, and look out for uh, on social media for the, uh, the results of the final predictor of the season And indeed, well, thanks Colin for representing the Red Army Thanks for being the top scorer with 10 To everybody else, thanks for your company throughout the season uh, This is the final Red Friday of the current season We're at Celtic Park on Sunday lunchtime, 12.30 Let's hope it's a good one. Have a great summer. Bye-bye. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. It's North Zone 1's Red Friday.